This week on The Xander Effect, model-turned-singer April Doyle talks about her new song, Tears Are Gone, plus future plans for April and the Velvet Room. Also on The Xander Effect, artist J.P. Castillo talks about touring with Jennifer Lopez, future music, and also performing with a band on Dancing with the Stars. I also showcase J.P. Castillo's Jugar al Amor. All this, plus this week in entertainment, sports, and video games starts right now. Welcome to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames. This past week, um, there was speculations going around about Jamie Foxx and Kate Beckinsale dating because they were seen at an event at Catch LA getting very close. Um, you know, as, as all events go, celebrities, they tend to take pictures with one another, the press, everybody's there, they're all taking pictures, but... A lot of people are that were that attended the event were noticing that both Jamie Foxx and Kate Beckinsale were not only close with each other while they were taking pictures, but even in between. So there's a lot of uh, speculation that something might be going on there. Uh, they may be dating. You know, rumor the rumor mill has gone completely bananas over this uh, over this um, over the two uh, people over both of them. Uh, you know, seeing the way they were at this event. And I mean, with good reason, because everybody knows that Jamie Foxx is a very private individual. When he was dating Katie Holmes, nobody knew about it. There was a lot, again, same thing like it's going on right now. There was a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors, but nothing was concrete until like, I think it was like, probably a year after they were dating that they actually started were started to be seen with one another in public and um even jamie got into upset at one point uh during an interview because they were asking him about katie holmes and he just didn't didn't want to have anything about that uh he actually just walked up got up and left the interview because he got upset over uh the questions uh in regards to his private life so this leads us to believe and possibly think that there might be well not just not just uh not just us but anybody that has two eyes that saw them at Catch LA uh leads them to believe that there might be something there between him and Kate Beckinsale. I mean, uh Kate just filed for divorce. Actually, she just uh finished uh the divorce proceedings with her ex-husband Len Wiseman and she was also 
and I use this word very, very loosely, seen dating Pete Davidson shortly after. Um, but that was that was a very small, very brief affair that they had. And, um, you know, Jamie Foxx just uh, broke up with Katie Holmes over the summer as well. So they're both single. Are they on the rebound? Yeah, maybe, I guess. Maybe more Jamie than, than Kate is, really. Um, so who knows what's going to happen with these two uh but one thing's for sure obviously uh in the pictures you see them you know the the body language there is very obvious that there must be something going on there there must be some sort of an attraction uh between the two something's happening or maybe it's just you know two friends just you know getting to know each other like just being friends i guess who knows uh and it's anybody's guess at this point they're both single and uh looks like they you know they're ready to mingle apparently according to uh, according to the pictures in other entertainment news i had the uh wonderful pleasure and opportunity to interview former model now singer april doyle from april and the velvet room uh she gave us a little insight on her projects coming up and who had she performed for in the past check it out we said goodbye, but here we are again I think that we can make it If we try it as friends Cause the way it used to be It just had to end And all my tears are gone We fight to see Through the stormy clouds not doing very well It's so hard to break all habits And make things right As far as I can tell You tell me you love me As you're walking away So what does that mean? You say it that way We said goodbye But here we are again I think that we could make it If we tried as friends Cause the way we used to be It just had to end And all my tears Are gone It used to feel Like broken words But now looking back so much time has passed I hope it's taught us something And maybe now we can be The story with a happy ending We said goodbye but here friends go the way things used to be it just had to end and all my tears are gone looking back on all the years looking back so many tears are gone 
moving on We said goodbye But here we are again I think that we can make it If we tried as friends Cause the way things used to be It just had to end And all my tears Are gone We said goodbye But here we are again I think that we could make it If we tried as friends Cause the way things used to be It just had to end We said goodbye and here we are again There's got to be a reason Can we try it out as friends? Cause the way things used to be We just heard uh, Tears Are Gone by April in the Velvet Room. And uh, April, thank you for joining the Xander Effect. So glad to be here. Awesome. So um, listening to the song, it sounds a little bit like it's a breakup song. I mean, is, does it have to do with anybody in particular? Is, is it a breakup song? Or how did this song come about? You know, it's kind of a... I am over the breakup. It's kind of it's kind of like generic, like for when people get through a breakup and life rolls on mm-hmm. and they're okay. It's like I, my tears are gone. It's like I'm kind of I'm kind of done with the the upset and the all that, and I'm moving on. It's kind of a moving on to tomorrow thing rather than a, a sad thing. I, I know it's it has kind of a sad tone to it, but um, it's kind of like a life rolls on deal like an empowering type of song yeah exactly exactly okay, okay i could i could get on board with that so so my question is did you like did you always want to be a singer because i know you come from the modeling industry like, let, let's talk a little bit about you know your past as a model how, how did that all start well i was going into acting and modeling primarily and uh loving it and you know dealing with that aspect of the industry and the arts and then I joined a band. They just kind of said, do you want to come out and sing with us? And this, this was one of the first major corporate acts. It's kind of like your day job music. Mm-hmm. And this band took off and was, we were all over the country working like 25, 27 nights a month. It was a little crazy. And I just didn't have time for the other stuff. So, and I was also a makeup artist. So I was doing makeup for a very well-known photographer in the hair and beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Mitchell and Urban Rusk and all these major companies, Joyco, and that was Nexus, and that was fun. But the music just was kind of the big deal on the plate and needed the most attention. So um, I just kind of morphed over into just music. And was the band that you were involved with, was that the Hot Chili Productions? Um, no, that's what I, that's, I decided to do my own, uh, it's actually Hot Chile, and nobody Hot says Chile. it. <laughs> Sorry, Ho Chile. It's a little, little odd name, but um, yeah, I just decided, well, you know, I understand the, this beast, this part of the music industry. I'm going to go do this myself, kind of run it myself. So 
it's still going very well. We've just shot some new uh, promotional videos that keep us working. And it, again, it's like your, our day job music, um, but it's all industry guys. It's all, they're all amazing. They all have bragging rights for days. So they all love to play together. So yes, we're playing, you know, we tailor an event for uh, Mercedes will take their top sellers to Hawaii, to Kauai for like a thank you and we'll be the final night like party band. Mm -hmm. So we tailor the event to the age, if, if, what type of event it is, uh, award ceremony, whatever. So um, again, it's I'm working with all these industry guys and we come up with these beautiful shows depending on the age range and what type of event it is. And that's kind of like what we do on the side. And then we all pretty much have our uh, original stuff that we work on and um, we support each other in that, in that, in the songwriting and the recording and all that, all those aspects as well. Awesome. And, and I see here that you've also performed for many socialite events. Uh, you've performed for Hugh Hefner. Um, that must have been a very interesting experience. That was very, that was very interesting. That was uh, uh, Gary Busey and uh, the, the cast from uh, 90210. And uh, this is back in the day. This is when he turned 80. I don't know what year that was. I'm horrible with the years, but um, I think it was like I think it was 1920 because Hugh Hefner. I swear he's like immortal, or he was immortal for a very long time. He's like ah, the guy never aged. Even when he passed, he wasn't. He didn't even look his age. <laughs> yeah, this was Kevin Costner was there, and it was a um, it was a, a beautiful freak show. It was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very kind way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> but you also, but besides. You got to know Scott Baio was there, right? He goes, he went to every, every. Uh, as conservative as Scott Baio has become, it's funny how he was a very open individual uh, back during that time. So it's, it's interesting to see how, how he's morphed yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, but besides Hugh Hefner, you also, uh, you also did stuff with uh, presidential, presidential elections. Yeah, that we've done well. We've done a lot of that stuff. Um, for which ones? Which presidents? We we did stuff for um, some of the Clinton stuff. It was some of the private because they have so many parties mm -hmm. that are like connected to inaugural ball. It wasn't the actual inaugural ball. It was like all these little side. They're all trying to raise money for you know the candidates in different ways, and so we were involved in a lot of different uh, campaigns um, ever since like the early 2000s it, i mean it's it's we've been involved in because we do all um kind of upper scale high-end uh fundraising deals to um a celebrity we've done a lot of uh, uh sports celebrities weddings and we're not we're not a wedding band but you know if somebody really wants us to perform at them we will um but again, yeah, that's that's my side deal, and it's it's great. But it's I just decided it was time to work on my original project. So, so but you're still but so your original your brainchild is April and the Velvet Room. That's your brainchild, and what you're doing with that is um, and it's it, it it's it's obviously a band, right? Yes. Okay, so it's a band, and you're trying to create what uh, what exactly uh, where where do you see uh, this band, uh, going in the near future. I mean, I'm sure this, this first, this, this is one of many songs I'm sure that you have for an album that you have in mind. 
Oh no, the album's done actually. We're okay. Kind of, we're kind of like dropping songs, you know, the looking at the for the right timing, and mm-hmm. uh, there's videos already completed, like three or four videos that are done, and um, we're kind of waiting to pick the right venue. We've got some places up in LA and, and some in Orange County that we're deciding where we want to do like the actual, you know, album party and all that. Um, it, there's no rush on that. It's, it's actually because, you know, working with the level of players that I work with, it's it's been so beautiful to piecemeal all of this together with like the most beautiful material, so, so to speak, the players and the, the music. Um, Kevin Flournoy is the uh, musical director and keyboard player. And he works with the Shaka Khan, Babyface, the Pointer Sisters, Jeffrey. O- this week he's working with Jeffrey Osborne somewhere. Um, he's always doing something major and he's very quiet and very to himself. But when he comes out, he brings the big guns. Like nice. everybody, everybody he would bring in the studio, he would go, he, you know who that guy plays with? I'm like, no, tell me. And he was like, okay, that. So my percussionist was Stevie Wonder's percussionist. Oh, nice. uh, one day we had the Steely Dan guitar player. One day we had, uh, I mean, it goes on for days, just like people that uh, were iconic in the past and are like major right now. So it was, it was like a pat on the back because I felt like it, it sort of validated the material to know that these, that this level of artist, our artistry was being called in. You know, so that that's been really cool. So um, it, it's I, I've been spending so much time on so many other people's projects for so long, helping them with style because I'm a I'm a stylist and a makeup artist, and I help the photographers, and and then I write music and all this other aspects. So to stop for a second and focus on you know doing it from at home, so to speak, has been a a very eye-opening and, and, and a good experience but just like it's it's interesting how i'm so more apt to try to you know fill in the gaps for other people and yeah like, and you and it seems that uh besides besides that i also noticed that you're also uh, an animal activist as well Woohoo! pit bulls <laughs> bull terriers yep that's my that's my deal i'm um i donate a lot of the the proceeds that we've gotten from a lot of different events to um i donate to greenpeace i donate to PETA. in fact we do private events for PETA. uh we did one recently up in bel-air that was a beautiful thing and it's it's, sometimes they keep these these events quiet and these people come in and just they help the animals i mean they're you know i know there's a a lot of people are put off by animal activism because there's some people go especially PETA has gone to the limit in a lot of different aspects they've gone to the extreme Yes. And a lot of people don't like that, but you know what? Sometimes you really got to knock on people's heads to get them to listen to you. So they, uh, I, I can't find any fault and I support them wholeheartedly and uh, ALDF, you know, and then there's these getting the circuses to shut down. And so I sign a lot of petitions. I write to, to a lot of government. I write it. That's my deal. It's I, I feel like, you know, we're here, we get to choose and have good lives and the animals don't really get all that choice. And I, I agree. Got to knock on that door and 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 sign uh, sign petitions and speak up and you know I, I, be a be a cause for change while you're here before you go help something you know like contribute to something. I agree. I have uh, two fur babies myself, so you know I have a dog and a cat. I have a little uh, Maltese Shih Tzu and a beautiful little gray cat that 
he gets more women than I do on in just an hour. So I mean, it's it's kind of a jealousy thing. But no, I I love them. I love them both. And uh, my uh, like I was raised to basically understand that they don't have a voice to speak up for themselves. Someone has to speak up for them. Yep. You know, so I'm in totally agreement with that. I mean, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not going to go to that extreme and say I'm a vegetarian or anything, but I do, but I do respect, you know, uh, animals and, you know, I, 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 I'm against animal cruelty completely, you know, uh, discipline your animals. Yes. I mean, just like you would discipline children. It's the same, yep. it's the same concept, you know, but don't like beat them or anything right. that's it's right. the same type it's the same type of abuse just because they're an animal doesn't mean that they need to be abused exactly it's, it's wrong you know and i'm totally for that as well and if you don't know about the breed that you have for example like a terrier i don't care whether it's two pounds or the pit bull if you don't know about terriers and that they need to go out and run and that they are very type a then you shouldn't have one don't say it's a bad dog and a bad breed go get a breed that's more low key fits your personality I had a Scotty Terrier, actually. I had a little mix of a Scotty Terrier, and I love that dog to death. They're great. They're, little, tough, they're little toughies, man. Oh, yeah. I miss, she lasted me a very many years. She lasted me for a good uh, 17 years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was heartbroken when she passed. Uh, she was little – we called her the little nurse because whenever I was sick she or whenever any of us were sick, she was right at our bedside just guarding us the entire time. The you most adorable animal. They're, they're beautiful. And you know what I say to a lot of people in a very difficult world? Animals are like this sweet, simple thing. They just want to be with you. They want time. Noble creatures. Pat on the head, a little bit of food. But they're, you know, we called our, I had a little Cairn Terrier, which is just like a Scotty. And we called him the little general. Nice. He, he chased off two Dobermans one day. He was this tall. <laughs> yep. and, and these do dogs were running at him. And he stuck his little chest out and took off for like, you know, terriers have got a beautiful little proud. And they love to sing. I mean, mine love to sing. Whenever I would go ahead and play the harmonica, she would be howling along with it. <laughs> she loved, She always sang along with it. So, but, but that's cool that you're doing uh, animal activism. You're using your, a lot of the skills that you had in the modeling world in the music world. Yeah, it's, I, you know what, all the arts kind of are a hand in hand, so to speak. They kind of, you know, support each other in different ways. Um, I, style is my deal. I, I'm sick for style. I'm, uh, I will look, I'm French Vogue. I'm right there, male, the, the, the French Vogue for men and women. It, it's a whole different thing than the Vogue here. Um, there's just, just the European fashion and it's just really cool. It's just a different form of art, you know? Just like music, look at the different styles of music, the different styles of clothes, the different styles of, there's just, uh, there's just so many ways that, that art plays out of people. And, I, and I've had so many people say to me, oh, I can't sing. I said, well, you know, you have music in you. It's just gonna come, it's coming out a different way than it comes out of me. You yeah. know, I think that everybody has art and it just shows up differently. Very true. Very true. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people that actually, I, uh, I thought that I, I mean, I could sing and sometimes I can't, but, uh, you know, I mean, my artistic ability, uh, I do what I can with what I know and how I know it. That's about as much as I can do, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's art is art. And it, like you said, they all coincide together. They all like come in together one way or another. So I think it's a higher form of, of, of human beings. Mm -hmm. actually the the way that we 
get past the, you know, the, the animal part of us that makes us compete and, you know, get mad on the freeway and road rage and all that. Yeah. But, you know, there's, that's the upper scale part of our brains, I think, is how, how is, how does art come out of you? Is it music? Is it drawing? Is it, is it clothes, clothing design? Is it, there's so many different ways. Jewelry, is it, you know, there's, it's so interesting. It just comes out of people differently. So, you have how many songs do you have coming out this year alone? Uh, well, I have uh, we're working on some uh, new stuff right now. I have twelve. The, uh, there's twelve on the album. There's going to mm-hmm. be a couple remixes, and um, the album has an interesting feeling because the the way it started, it sort of blossomed into something I never imagined. Because I just wanted to go initially record some classic, beautiful songs that meant a lot to me personally. Stuff from Nancy Wilson, stuff from Phyllis Hyman, stuff from uh, Luther Vandross, stuff like that, stuff that I just adored. Yeah, because your style is uh, classic neo-jazz funk is from what I understand. Yeah, and that, that's what I, I want people to hear more of the, the more as these other songs come out, because some of the classic songs that I recorded didn't have that feeling because I wanted to, you know, pay an homage to them and not change them too much. I don't like sometimes when people flip things too much. It seems to me there should be a little bit of a nod to the classic part of it. Um, and so then the other, so Kevin and I started working on this. He was um, leading me into the studio sessions, etc. And then all of a sudden, all this original stuff just kind of came out of nowhere. I'm like, cool, you know, yeah, let's add this. So the first album is a little bit more of a melange of different styles and everything. The ones after this will be a little bit more cohesive, but we are going to do one that's all strings too. That's going to be really beautiful, just like a maybe an orchestra. Ooh, but, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, I look forward to uh, to that. I look forward maybe even to going to one of your live shows. That'd be great to go ahead and check out one of your live shows. Awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, as soon as uh, the music videos are ready to be uh, you know, scene, just let me know. I'd love to go ahead and feature one of uh, your music videos Thank you. on uh, my show. And I'd love to have you back again. Every time we perform, you don't know who's going to be in the velvet room that night. There's going to be, it's not just, it's definitely not just about me. Because of all the, the badasses, excuse me, I don't know if I'm not It's okay, you can. It's uh, fine. <laughs> the amazing artistry and, and artists that are on stage with me already they're they're going to be singing lead they're going to be featured so it's not just me in any given show that's what's going to be so interesting about it it's it's uh, everything from grace jones to current and then you're going to hear a lot of different major vocalists um certain people will be featured um musically whether it's guitar or you know the people that i use are on the road a lot with the different people so that's another interesting aspect it's like who can be on my show? Okay, well, we're going to feature you on this show because you're in town right now. Awesome. You know, somebody from Stevie Wonder's band is in town and can be on the show. And then somebody from Babyface's, whatever. You know, there's, there's uh, like I said, it's quite a daunting group of, of guys. And I'm just kind of like, thank you. So glad that you're supporting this and, and so glad to be working with you. Nice. Well, again, I I look forward to more of your projects. I look forward to uh, music videos that I could feature on here. I look forward to maybe doing a follow up with you very soon and seeing where 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 else you go from here. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, April. Thank you, April, so much for being on the show. And we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much, April, for being on the Xander Effect. Looking forward to more music and your music videos coming soon. In other entertainment news, Taylor Swift is disputing with Scooter Braun and Scott uh, Borchetta from Big Machine over some of her music that they, according to Taylor, they are blocking her from singing at the AMAs. Now, the AMAs are coming up, and Taylor is being uh, honored uh, by receiving the Artist of the Decade Award. And in honor of that honor, Taylor was planning on singing a lot of her hits, both from the past, present, uh, possibly future, uh, you know, from from, from her entire career, or, you know, spanning this entire decade. Now, some of those songs belong still to Big Machine up until November of 2020. Their, you know, their argument is basically, well, according to according to, to Taylor, is that they're blocking her. They're not allowing her to sing the songs because they belong to them. Um, so there's a little bit of an argument there going on, but later on, uh, actually as of as of today, it seems that uh, Big Machine is saying that we have no legal right to block you from singing any of these songs. No label can block you from doing that. Go for it, have at it. They were just uh, they were just arguing something completely different that had nothing to do with that, and uh, you know it just seems that Taylor was just I don't know maybe she was. She was uh, just trying being a being dramatic over the situation. Uh, even her friends, uh, even even her friend Selena Gomez came to her aid and you know backed her up on on a lot of what she was saying. Um, you know, there's another there's other issues that that uh, Big Machine. She said that Big Machine had you know this uh, this had something to do with uh, there was a, there's a documentary going on um, that Netflix is going to be doing on Taylor Swift and. Apparently, there was also talks that Big Machine had a problem that she was singing songs that belonged to them on this documentary because it was the documentary, the AME, the AMAs were going to be a part of that documentary, seen as Taylor Swift is being honored with this award. So obviously, they were going to use that footage on the documentary for Taylor Swift. So there was a lot of conflict going on between the two of them. But at the end of it all, Big Machine said, you know what, Taylor, have at it, have fun, do the songs. The way I look at it is that it's more publicity for Big Machine anyway. You know, that it was their song, so they're getting a lot of publicity. Taylor just did them a favor, actually, by creating this drama and giving them this type of publicity. Granted, it's not the best publicity, but they did put a spin on it and made it seem like, hey, we were just arguing something completely different that had nothing to do with you performing at the AMAs these songs. Uh, They were arguing something else, and, you know, thanks for the publicity, I guess. So, Taylor, have fun at the AMAs. Go ahead and do what you gotta do. In other entertainment news, I had another opportunity this week to interview up-and-coming artist J.P. Castillo. Now, J.P. has done a lot of music throughout his entire life. Uh, He comes from a music family, parents that played with uh, Tito Puentes and a few other well-known artists um, in the music industry. And uh, he even got to tour with Jennifer Lopez and performed for Dancing with the Stars. Check it out. So joined uh, on the Xander Effect right now is uh, J.P. Castillo. J.P., how you doing? What's up, man? I'm good. 
Awesome, man. Awesome. So I hear you're doing pretty big things. You're, uh, you know, growing in the industry. Uh, you've been doing, working with a lot of big names. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, seems like you're really getting up there. Man, it's, thank you. Appreciate that. No, man, it's just been a lot of hard work and, and uh, you know, starting to pay off. So it's, it's, it's been a good year, man. It's been some good experiences, gotten to tour a lot and, and just do a lot of cool shows and getting my music out there more and more. So yeah, it's been good. Cool. Well, before we get to started on the tour, let's let's get a little background on on where you come from. So I understand uh, that your mother was a singer and she did stuff with uh, Juan Sebastian, uh, Tito Puente, yeah. and Celia Cruz, among other among other uh, great acts. I mean, how was that like growing up in that type of environment? Yeah, man, it was crazy. It was just music twenty four seven. It was um, it just became it became like a very normal thing for me to be with musicians in at rehearsals you know I would my dad would take me to the studio he had, he had um, he's always had his own studio and yeah because he was a he was a, he was a he was also a drummer like nationally known yeah. drummer as well he was also in the music industry yeah yeah he was a, a very recognized drummer um he kind of stepped away from from drumming and, and got more into engineering and stuff like that and so i mean i would i would have late nights in the studio i was a little kid just falling asleep at the studio and you know, bored at rehearsals with my parents and stuff like that. You know, it was just a very normal thing for me coming home from school, you know, at, at like 3 p.m. or whatever, coming home from school and like, you know, couches are off to the side and like, you know, things are all crazy. And it's like a full band rehearsal in the living room and stuff like that, you know. So just music, music was just a very normal everyday thing uh, in my life growing so, up. Definitely. So music, so music has always flowed through your system you know, since birth, practically yeah. since, well, since even before yeah. birth, since, since you were, you know, uh, since you were, uh, you know, um, a kid and everything. Um, yeah. what, what made the decision? What gave you the, made you like, what, you know, what was your decision to go ahead and actually start breaking out more and more was, was like, cause I mean, obviously you grew up in music, obviously, but yeah. was that something that you knew you were going to be, or was that something that you just decided, you know what? It's around me. It's in me. Let's go ahead and move forward with this. Let's do something with this. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't something I decided until maybe, you know, my, my last year of high school, like when I was a senior is when I really, really started leaning towards being a musician and kind of taking it serious. You know, I grew up, like I said, all around music, in music, at church, you know, playing in the in the in the worship band and Cause I was a drummer first, you know, I, I, I would sing on occasion just for like some special, like a, a mother's day song or, or something, you know what I mean? To do something for mom or something like that. But it was, it was never something that I took serious, seriously until, until senior year, I, I did a, a talent uh, show, a talent contest in, in my high school. I won. And that kind of started kind of letting me know, it's like, okay, you got something, you know, like it, it's, it's fun. I like doing this. And then I got into, into college. Um, and I started, I, I became a, a music major, started studying drums and percussion. And one time we, we did a show, a big concert in front of the whole school. Everybody was there, parents, families, everybody. And um, I sang a song. And this was kind of out of character for me at the time. Like a bunch of my friends and people who were there were like, wait, what? He's going to sing? And, and so I just came out and did it. And I remember like people to this day still, still tell me like man I remember the first time I saw you when you did that thing and it was like what this guy sings and it was a new thing for a lot of people and and from that point on I just I just knew man that like being on stage connecting with with people 
and and just having that that vibe and performing you know i just really really enjoy performing making people feel something and and having that that interaction man and so i knew that, that being behind a, a percussion rig drums i wasn't going to be able to, to 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 do everything that i that i wanted to do so it was like your home you pretty man, much just, you were home i was home and i felt great it, it was like the opposite of, of like nervous or the opposite of like fearful you know what i mean it was it just felt right and yeah, man, I started writing a lot of music, started writing songs, working with different people, branching out into, into I'm, I'm in LA, you know, so there's a lot of resources out here. So just working with a lot of people, getting to know some some good people that I still uh, stay in touch with and work with today. And and yeah, that's that kind of started me on the journey. Nice, nice. So now that you're on this journey, obviously, I mean, singing is one thing. Do you also dance? Is there acting? I mean, what other genres of the entertainment world are you involved with? Man, I've, I've loved, I've never shied away from any of it. Um, I actually really, really do enjoy acting. Um, it's something that I want to explore more and more um, as I, as I kind of like take different steps, you know, and, and, and do different things. Acting is something that's always been intriguing and, and also very fun for me. So I've done a little bit of that. Um, one of my first professional gigs, you know, was was at Disney, mm-hmm. uh, performing as as Aladdin, playing Aladdin. They used <laughs> nice. to have this big, yeah, man. Disney, well, Disneyland here in Cali, or Disneyland in Orlando, yeah. or well, California Adventure. The other oh, okay, okay. Disney. They used I to have this that. big Aladdin show. These they used to have this big old Broadway style Aladdin show. Um, and it was yeah, it was it's a really dope production. Oh, that must of, have been a like, lot of fun. That must have been so much amazing. fun. It was amazing. I was really, really green, man. I was, I was learning, you know, I was, I was like, it was my first kind of thing at that, at that level of that magnitude. It was a very big production, you know, um, I auditioned, didn't know what I was doing, uh, but I got the, I got the part and that was like a lot of acting heavy, you know, they, they actually wanted me to like not sing so much. Like some of the notes I would get in rehearsals was like, Hey, you're singing too much. Like, stop singing. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't understand what them. I was like, what are you talking? Like, I'm singing. Yeah, I'm singing the song. You're like, you know what I mean? but, words are coming out of your mouth, but I'm not understanding them. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just like what? You know, and and it was just that, like understanding like the acting elements of it, and and kind of you know falling into the character more, and 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 portraying the actual role. You know, so I, it was. That was like, you know, you mentioning acting, that was something that, that where I started kind of realizing that that's something that I also want to pursue. But I mean, I've danced a lot as well in, in my career, had, had a lot of shows. And fr- from that, you know, I did all different kinds of shows that I've been performing as a, as a performer, as a professional performer um, with the Jacksons. You know, I, I went on tour with them and there was a lot of I was going to ask about that as well, too. So, yeah, yeah, that was that was a heavy dance thing. Um, you know, I would I wouldn't call myself a dancer. You know what I mean? I've never like been an actual just a dancer, but um, it's something that I also find fun. It's it's something cool. Well, it also like I also understand. You know, let's fast forward a little bit to what's going on. Um, that you were uh, and in the it's my party tour with uh, right. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Uh, how was that experience? How did you get involved with that? Man, that that was another one of those um, situations. Uh, you know, I. I like I said, I, I grew up in music and, and in, in the L.A. music scene and everything. And so they, they gave me a call. Uh, I don't know where. I just got the call. I, I, I'm friends with the musical director. I've known him for a long time. We've done a lot of work together. And they were looking for a percussionist. And um, 
I, I was I was honored to be to be a part of that and, and to work with JLo and to to just go on on the road with her, watch her closely, you know, learn from her, get to spend time with her, and um, it all ended up culminating in, in me actually opening up the shows, um, which was incredible. I got to you know I was opening up for her and um, performing my songs and introducing you know myself to a whole a whole new audience and stuff. She was so, able to give you that type of opportunity to go ahead and yeah. showcase your work to the world. Yeah, they, her and her management, they, they heard my, my music, they saw my videos and they liked what they saw, you know, they were impressed and, and they, they asked me to, to open. And um, I, did, I did the first show that we did uh, overseas. And from that point on, they were like, yeah, just do, do the rest of the run, man. You're yeah, killing cause, it, so. Cause I've heard, uh, I, I've known that Jennifer Lopez uh, always is really good at um, at motivating and at showcasing new talent. I mean, she gave mm -hmm. Becky G uh, her big break. Uh, she basically helped Becky G with her big break as well. So, I mean, there's, you know, I know Jennifer Lopez loves doing that for a lot of up and coming artists. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm surprised she hasn't started her own record label, to be honest with you, unless she yeah, has. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, she has I mean, the power to do that, man. She could definitely do that. I mean, she, she has she, she has a, she has this eye for talent, you know, and I'm sure she saw the same thing in you as well. That's why she went ahead and decided to go ahead and give you that type of opportunity. Yeah, it was great, man. It was I'm really grateful to her for for the opportunity and, and it's something that I'm I'll never I'll never forget. You know what I mean? I'll I'll always be grateful for that. It, it really has helped my career and um yeah it was just an incredible learning experience as well just things that i'll always carry with me that that i learned from her well besides that experience you were also you've also been on dancing with the stars as well too like you yeah. were you were also in the band of dancing with the stars how was that That's like? Right. that was that was um that was a few years back that was one of the first times that i got to experience you know live tv and and working working in that environment and what that's like and it's all just been preparing me for for what i'm doing now um that was that was a lot of fun man ray chu and and that amazing band and the amazing work that they do i got to to do several seasons of that with them um it, yeah it was a lot of fun man it, again it's just it's all learning experiences it's all just working doing what you love and and putting in that work and and all of that led me to to where i am now to, to so, realize that I I want to I want to share my own music my own voice you know so so seeing as a lot of these things you keep, you you mentioned learning experiences I watched the music video Jugar al Amor and yeah. in that video it just seems like that must be from a learning experience as well dealing with maybe a romantic <laughs> life I don't know tell us a little bit about that <laughs> no man well that that song. Um, definitely drawn from from real life you know what i mean it's it's definitely something that 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 happens a lot it hasn't happened to me personally actually and that's not a, that's not a you know my story my personal thing but you know i just i like to draw from from life or from music and and to connect you know to, to because we can all connect to these different things in, in one way or another and mm -hmm. for me sometimes music you know, kind of in the realm of what we were talking about with acting and, and with storytelling and all that. For me, music is, is, is a super powerful tool for that. And it's fun. It's fun to be able to just tell a story and, and get into a character and, and perform a song. And um, it, for me, it's not always something that I personally maybe have gone through, but it's, it's like I, I want to tell the story, you know what I mean? So that's kind of the journey of, of that song. The video goes along with it. My videos, to this point, you know, they all kind of tell a story. 
and they have mm. they have a they have they have they're very story driven and so i like doing that I like i like t telling a story painting the picture and i think people find it find it fun find it interesting i'm actually working on some new material right now that i'm very excited to share um it's a little different you know than, than what i've been putting out um i have i I've, I've released a lot of music in the past but you know my last three three singles my first single i was signed to a label and and we we released um Mm -hmm. We shot that video. We released that. It has kind of more of a tropical reggaeton feel. The second single, that, that was already uh, me going independent. Um, it's called Remplazo. And that's more of a trap. It's got, it's still, it, it's keeping, it's keeping like the, the Latin vibe, but it's more of like along the urban trap kind of, kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. um, and then the latest single, Jugar al Amor, that has way more of a pop element to it. And um, for me, you know, I don't, I don't try, I don't want to corner myself into I'm, I'm this or I'm that, I'm only this or I'm only that. You know, I speak English, I speak Spanish. I'm from Costa Rica, born in Costa Rica. Ticos, los raised. ticos. Tico, pura vida, man. Está la cosa. Pura vida. So, but, um, you know, it, it might not all be in, in Spanish. It might not all be in English or it might not just be reggaeton. You know, you'll find, you know, my R&B influences in there. You'll find some pop you know, references, you'll, you'll find a, the tropical side. There's a, the, the tropical part of it, you know, when I heard it, it kind of gave me a sense of Juan Luis, Juan Luis Guerra. You know, that's the kind of vibe yeah. that I got when I heard your music. It's got that tropical feel to it. Yeah, man, that's, that's like the, my first single has a lot more of that. It's more, you know, almost like Despacito before Despacito, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's got, it's got that, that, very cool, tropical, non-threatening, you know what I mean? Cool reggaeton. And I love that swag. music. I love that kind of music yeah. too. It's like, yeah, it's like Despacito before Despacito came out, you know? And so it, it, it's something that, that I, I'm, not, I'm not scared to like visit all the spectrum of, of who I am, you know what I mean? And, and like I said, it's not, I'm not, gonna come, I'm not, at least at the moment, I'm not coming out with like a rock record and, and then like a jazz record, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm staying within a, a realm that's me, but kind of giving you different sides of me and, and, and stuff. So I think people find that refreshing too. I think when I listen to music, I don't listen to just one genre for one, two, three hours. You know what I mean? I, I like to switch it up and, and stuff like that. So it, within my own music, I like to give that to people as well. Now that's cool. And, and, and I'm, I'm wondering, since you've been working with J-Lo, will you be doing any collaboration with J-Lo anytime soon? Has there been oh, any man, talks that like be, that? That would be a dream, man. I, I, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we don't, I don't know. Uh, that would be amazing. That, I would love, that would be an honor for me to do that. So we'll, we'll have to see where we go from here. She's busy with the Super Bowl right now. We'll see oh, how that yeah. goes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, She's I heard about that. that. That's going to be amazing. That's going to be yeah. awesome. So right here, right now, top five people you'd love to work with, you know, in music. Wow. Man, that's a, that's a great question. I would love to work with Zed. I got a lot of respect for, for Zed. He's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, get some, some songs from him, with him, collab with him, anything. He's, he's dope. Pharrell. I love Pharrell. Pharrell is amazing. Um, Timbaland. Just some of the most iconic, you know, people we've had in, in the industry. Uh, for me growing up, at least, you know. Um, on the most, on the more like current tip, like I'm, I really, really have a lot of respect for Bad Bunny. 
uh, on the Latino side. Um, he's he's a little underrated in 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 what he actually brings to the table. The guy's a great producer, um, great lyricist. You know, the, he he's got his style and his lane. But man, he he's a dope talent. Um, I'm a big, this kind of left field. I'm a big fan of Alejandro Sanz. Like, I love Alejandro Oh, Sanz. Alejandro Sanz. That is, that is a little left field right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of showing you where my brain is at. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, but Alejandro Sanz, I would love to somehow, like, at least maybe sit in a room with him and, and just watch his process, you know, and he's great. Um, and, and uh, man, there's so many people. I mean, I would love to work with Bruno Mars and, and their camp and 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 just vibe that out and stuff too those are just some of the people that come to mind right away um just yeah just, uh, just pop, yeah just pop in your head right now just in yeah, yeah. yeah just in timberlake and his camp you know and charlie puth i mean there's there's a lot there's of too many out there. name out there right now <laughs> there's a lot of great people out there yeah well Definitely. so so obviously um i read that 2019 has been a very busy year for you What's been going on in 2019? We talked about your past. We talked about, you know, what happened, you know, before you got into it. What's happening this year? We're almost at the end of this year. Obviously, yeah. you know, this whole year has been kind of busy. What's, what's, um, uh, what's going on uh, with this year? You know, now we're getting close to the end of the year. What's happening? Well, I mean, this, this year has been um, really, really, it, it started out a little weird not 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 certain about about where things were headed and 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 i had put out this single that we're talking about and 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 then things just started rolling i wasn't sure how people were going to feel about it and you know we we went over a million views on it and so it's just been it's been um it's been a lot it's been a roller coaster but it's been it's been really really positive i mean just got done with the the tour with JLo, um, opening up the show, which is something that it's, it's a lot, what it's been, it's been a lot of unexpected things coming my way, blessings and open doors that, you know, it's a confirmation of, of, you know, when you work hard and, and you believe in what you're doing, um, and you got the right people around you and, and you just believe you push forward, good things will happen. Good things will happen. Doors will open. You just kind of, you got to stay at it, be persistent. And, and this year has been a confirmation of, of persistence of, of, working hard and, and um, just seeing things happen, man. All, all doors opening. You know, so, being so, so, by, so basically this year is you're creating the foundation for 2020? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I got, I got songs in the pipeline that I'm very excited to share, um, working on, on how we're moving forward in 2020. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the, those moving parts that, 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 that you're talking about and, and you know, finishing out the the year with with j-lo i'm um, going back to costa rica uh next month doing a couple of shows out there with the costa rican philharmonic um mm. and so yeah it's been a it's been a really really good year man it's it's been uh it's been dope so i'm, I'm excited because i got some new music coming out um and and i'm just going for it i look forward to a lot of your new music a lot of your new music videos in uh 2020 uh i'm i you know i'd love to do a follow-up with you on some of those you know videos that are coming up and uh jp you know good luck in everything that you're doing again i look forward to seeing your progression thanks again for being on the xander effect
Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. It's been dope, man. Definitely, we'll we'll keep you in the loop on everything that that's that's happening. Excellent, excellent. Well, thanks again, JP. And again, man, we'll see you soon. Right on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, JP, for being on the Xander Effect. Looking forward to a lot more of your music and more music videos. That one of your music videos will be showcased later on on the Xander Effect. So all of you, stay tuned for that. In sports, man, what a crazy brawl that happened this past Thursday between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. So bad this brawl that Miles Garrett actually it was after the play was over Miles Garrett tackled Mason Rudolph and after the play was over a scuffle began on the floor between Rudolph and Garrett to the point that that Garrett pulled Rudolph's helmet off and actually while they were being separated Garrett swung Rudolph's helmet and hit him on top of his head that's such a dangerous thing to do to somebody because, the, you know, those helmets, they're there to protect, so they are very heavy, they are very thick, and getting hit with one of those things, I mean, it's knocked players out before whenever it comes to a helmet-to-helmet hit. You can imagine what it's like when someone's trying to swing it and bop you over the head with it. It was such a dangerous situation. The entire team got involved. Multiple suspensions happened, including Miles Garrett getting suspended indefinitely uh, from playing any games without pay. Now, to me, this is a great suspension because what Miles Garrett did was incredibly dangerous. It could have really hurt somebody. It could have really. Uh, it could have it could have uh, given given Rudolph a concussion. Anything could have happened with that hit over the head with a helmet. Now another player that was uh, that was uh, suspended was uh, was uh, Maurice Pouncey. Pouncey was suspended because after. Um, the other players got Garrett to the floor. Pouncey came up and started kicking and hitting uh, Garrett in the head with his cleats and everything. So he got suspended uh, for uh, he got suspended for uh, three games actually, and another pl- player got suspended for one game. Both Pouncey and uh, Garrett are going to go ahead and appeal it, though I believe that. Pouncey might actually be able to to win his appeal, but I don't think Garrett's going to be able to win this appeal. I mean, it was all over, footage is all over the place about how he blatantly ripped off the helmet from Rudolph's head and hit him with it in that scuffle. So I doubt that the appeal is going to go... uh, is going to go Garrett's way because it was incredibly dangerous completely unsportsmanlike and it was just it, it, that's not the way football is played granted like like rudolph said in a postgame interview this is a bush league but still that that is that is way beyond what you need to do to a player no matter how upset you are that is way too much so Let's see what happens with those appeals, although I don't think it's going to go Garrett's way. In other sports news, CM Punk makes his triumphant return to the squared circle backstage at SmackDown. The uh, former MMA... 
the former MMA uh, fighter, using that term very loosely, and former WWE champion has returned, has come home to the WWE, even though he uh, did have a lot of things to say negatively about the company, like after he left, he even sued them and won. But just like Hulk Hogan, everybody's allowed to come home, especially if ratings, you know, if they need the ratings, they're going to go ahead and pull up, pull out all the stops. I mean, um, when he was introduced uh, by Renee Young on on uh, SmackDown backstage, you know, he came out with his music, came out with the strut and everything, and he quoted the camera right before they went off the air. Just when you think they have all the answers, I change the culture. Don't know what that means exactly. I don't know. It was, I guess, maybe it just came out the top of my head, top of his head because it looked like it came out the top of his head. But he's back, and um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it seems like uh, he's reaching. I mean, he has been known to do commentary for Fox Sports before for UFC and things like that. Um, but you know, and since Fox and WWE have have partnered up with each other to uh, to go ahead and show a lot of uh, wrestling on their network, uh, it's, it goes you know it pretty much um, is a no brainer that they were going to bring in CM Punk to do some of uh, some of this commentating you know for a separate show for for Fox. So we'll see what happens. Will he get back in the ring? I mean, he did talk uh, in in a podcast recently saying how he really isn't wanting to get back in the ring. He'd rather do things backstage. Maybe that was just a pun, a pun on words. Who knows? Um, because he's on SmackDown backstage. So uh, chances are he might just want to stay that way, just stay retired. Uh, looks like he's happy with the way his life uh, you know, turned out with, uh, you know, he's happy with, with the things he did in MMA. Uh, of course, he's happy with his career in the WWE, which is very successful. So obviously, you know, maybe, maybe it's, you know, maybe his, his way of saying, you know what, let's give the new generation their time to shine, their time in the spotlight. I'll stay back here and just enjoy the show from back here. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe there could be a storyline there where CM Punk comes back who knows? Because the, the the other thing too is that he came out on SmackDown backstage to no audience, no pop. So maybe that's another thing that the WWE was worried about to if to not announce his return at on a li- at a live event because they weren't sure if he was going to have a pop or not. Although I doubt it because he I think he would have still have a pop. There was still a lot of people, especially if they do the, an event in Chicago, that place would erupt. Uh, listening to his theme music and him coming out. So, but who knows what WWE is thinking? Maybe it was CM Punk's decision not to go out in front of a live audience, uh, so that way he doesn't have that kind of pressure on him to be able to perform and come back and, you know, uh, like riding a bicycle, just get back into it. Who knows? Again, we don't know if there may be a storyline involved. We don't even know possibilities maybe his wife might come back to the WWE AJ Lee she might make a return anything's possible at this point with CM Punk's return we'll see what happens in the future in video game news Star Wars Fallen Jedi whoo man is that a good game I actually started uh, playing it recently and the storyline is incredible 
It kind of reminds me a little bit of Assassin's Creed, especially because there's a lot of portions in the game where you have to like jump, climb, and and uh, and uh, and crawl, just like you would in Assassin's Creed. Uh, and there's also other other portions of it that are very similar, which is that you the more uh, skill points you you get, the more force powers you gain as you play through the game. And it's very similar to uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey where they did the same thing where the more skill and Assassin's Creed Origins as well where the more skills you gain the more skills your assassin gains in the game so it's very similar to that the storyline is very very good and uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody go ahead play the game you're going to love it guaranteed Uh, I'm hooked on it I still like I love a couple of the the really cool parts where you get to be inside a ship and you actually see the ship uh, take off because there's like a window in front of you so you get to see the ship take off and you see the ground take off and suddenly the ship goes right like through the atmosphere and then suddenly the 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 they they jump to light speed and you see the lights coming it was really really cool uh, so I'm enjoying the game. Anybody that could buy it. It's not a multiplayer game, mind you. So get that out of your head right now. Unfortunately, it's not a multiplayer. But sometimes it's good to leave the multiplayer uh, you know, area and go into single player. I love single players as well. So multiplayers, you know, I love both multiplayers and single players. And this game offers amazing amazing graphics amazing storyline in its story play in its in its story and in its single players so i'm looking forward to see what else happens in this game it's still a long ways to go so in other video game news square enix has announced that they will be uh, putting a plethora of fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy games in uh, via the Xbox Game Pass, which also includes Kingdom Hearts, the Kingdom Hearts games. Now, I don't know about you guys, Final Fantasy is cool. I like Final Fantasy. Not really my style. Um, although it has a pretty cool storyline. I, I, I'm a major, major fan of storylines. I love storylines. And Final Fantasy just doesn't do it for me as far as storylines are concerned, but Kingdom Hearts does. I actually really enjoyed that game when I was playing it for PlayStation, and it's an awesome game. It has a lot of Disney characters in it, has a lot of side missions, side games, mini games within the game, which is really cool. And uh, I, I never actually got to finish the game, which kind of upsets me a little because I wanted to finish it. It's a really good story. It got so cool, so good that I wanted to finish the game, but I never got a chance to. And I never got a chance to play the the sequel to Kingdom Hearts. So I'm happy that Xbox is bringing it to PlayStation. I've been waiting for this for a long time. I want to replay that game because I want to see what happens. Again, I'm a big storyline type of guy. Uh, I love it. So I'm looking forward to uh, Square Enix uh, introducing this into the Xbox Game Pass. And if it goes on the Xbox Game Pass, you know it's going to be in the Xbox Game Store. So I will definitely be buying that game and I'm looking forward to uh, playing that game as well. That's it for the Xander Effect. Thank you so much for joining uh, this uh, this this version of it. I leave you now with JP Castillo's Jugar al Amor. We'll see you next time. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Ya nada de ti me impresiona hey. Juegas con todos y los ilusionas hey. yeah. Pero conmigo no te va a funcionar No, no, no Ese jueguito yo me lo inventé Mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente saber Que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas, porque si no hasta luego, baby Si apareces de la nada y te vas de repente, baby Solo mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente saber Que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Corrido y mañana me despido y me llamas cuando sientas que ya no aguanta y quieres conmigo y te saco los semidos pero por favor de mí no te enamores que ya no estoy para un mundo de colores ahora estoy viviendo momentos mejores solo entonces hay compromiso así que no me llores ¿Qué quieres? Si apareces de la nada y te vas de repente baby solo mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente saber Estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas Porque si no, hasta luego, baby Si apareces en la nada Y te vas de repente, baby Solo mírame a la cara Y dime qué se siente saber Que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas Porque si no, hasta luego, Thanks a lot for watching this episode of the Xander Effect. Now, if you like this video or any of my other videos, here's a couple right here. See, right here, right here. Go ahead and click on those to view some of my past videos and make sure to subscribe because it's awesome. See you next time on the Xander Effect. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram.